Admit it. You've spent years suffering through relationships with the wrong men. You were afraid of breaking up. You were afraid of being alone. You were afraid you couldn't do better. You were afraid of having to date again. Those fears are real, they're valid, and I'm not going to deny you your feelings around it. What I will point out on today's Love You podcast is that there's a big difference between wasting time and investing time in a man. One costs you years of your life. The other gets you happily married. Stick around and I'll explain. I'm Evan Marquette, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast. Keep listening to discover whether you're wasting time on the wrong men. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship in which you feel safe, heard, and understood. So this is my theory, and it sometimes gets met with pushback, so I'm just going to frame it like that. If you are like most of my clients and you have spent one year on a guy who never wanted to get married, right? Or three years on a guy who did want to get married but didn't want to marry you. Anything that I say that encourages you to slow down, choose wisely, and invest your time feels tone deaf. No, I have done this before, Evan, and I just wasted my 20s, I just wasted my 30s, I wasted a good decade of my life on the wrong man. But that's under the presumption that the key to this is recognizing that with the, if you are clear on your boundaries, it's not a waste of time, it's an investment of time. And the only way to get something is to invest. If you metaphorically want to get rich quick, no one becomes a millionaire, not no one, but very few people become a millionaire by winning the lottery. They make long-term investments and they hold those long-term investments and they watch them grow. And that's really what a relationship is. It's a long-term investment that has to grow over time. The only time that's actually wasted, and I want you to pay attention to this, is when your relationship is past its expiration date and you still don't let go. And believe me, I hear this all the time. I'm on the phone with women for three to six hours every single day for decades. I've been doing this. And what you see is that you'll talk to someone who's married for 20 years and you'll ask, so when did you know something was wrong with your guy? When, When did you realize there was a problem in your relationship? And the answer is almost invariably, first three months, probably somewhere at the end of the first year, always people gather enough, enough information to discover this person's got a serious character flaw. They're insensitive. They're not motivated at work. They're terrible communicators. They have anger issues. They're dismissive. They don't listen to your feelings. They don't prioritize you. These things come up. Give it enough time. A guy's not going to put on a mask for very long. Eventually it begins to slip. So then you ask this woman who discovered three months in that her boyfriend was kind of a selfish jerk. How long did you stay? 22 years. That's a waste of time. That's not an investment of time. That's someone being petrified of leaving. That's inertia carrying you forward and not having the courage to realize that you can do better. 
So today I want to talk about a time investment, not even a significant time investment. I'm just going to tell you my story and my wife's story of our time investment. Now, my wife was 38 when we were dating. Um, if anybody in the world would have a right to want to rush things, it's her. If you're past having kids, you don't have to rush. If you're young, you don't have to rush. Only people who really have to worry, women who want children between 36 and even later, 37 and 42, those are the only women who might want to work on an accelerated timetable. But let's just focus on this story. So my wife and I start dating. Um, and what she knows at the beginning is she is divorced, wants to have a family, has dated a series of charismatic cheaters. Right? But she's not intense. She's not paying attention to her fertility. She's not freezing her eggs. She's kind of like la-di-da. That's her personality. It's just kind of la-di-da, which is good and bad. Um, me, I'm super intense. That's my job is to, to be a professional know-it-all. And uh, so when I start dating her, I'm immediately thinking, all right, does this fit into my future? Because A, I don't date anybody for a long period of time unless I think that I have a chance of marrying them. And that's why I never had relationships that lasted any longer than three months, six months, eight months longest prior to my wife. I'm always looking towards the future. And from a kindness standpoint, if this is a woman who I met her when she was 37 or 38, um, if she is of a certain age, it's not fair for her to waste her time. I'm conscious of that as well. Now, it's her job to protect herself. It's not my job. But I realized what was at stake, and I wanted children. So we've got two people in their mid-30s who want to get married and have children. So we're on the same page. And that's where you have to start every relationship. If that's what you want, make sure that you're dating someone who wants the same thing. And the person who wants the same thing is usually going to tell you. It's not going to be mysterious. Oh, my God, I went one year. I had no idea he never wanted to get married. I had no idea he never wanted to have children. Make sure you're dating a guy who's aligned with you. You could figure that out in the first month just by listening to him. So now my wife and I are investing in each other. If she's acting from a place of fear, insecurity, anxiety, ticking clock, and she wants me to just know that she's the one, right, or propose to her slash impregnate her before I'm ready, that is going to be a very ineffective dating strategy, even though the impulse to know whether something's right is fair and sincere. You cannot force people's hand on that because people are making a decision, people in this case, men, making a decision that's going to last the rest of their life. And they have pretty much as much at stake as you do. They don't have the biological ticking clock, but everything else he doesn't want to marry the wrong person and bear a child that he has to support via uh, you know, alimony and child support and share custody. And it wreaks havoc on a man's life too. So when you're trying to figure out in one month, three months, six months, is he the one? Am I the one? Where is this going? What's our future? When is he going to propose? When you start to push that, it inherently pushes someone away. You don't want to be pushed. You don't. You don't want to be pushed. If there was a guy, you know, date one is trying to get late, slow down, buddy. A guy who's talking about, you know, when we have a family, you know, like right, like right away, it's also pretty scary. So you're, you might not think of it as the same thing, but it actually is. It's the same thing. You just think that your fears 
right? And your desires are reasonable and his are not as reasonable. When a guy pushes you, ew, who's the creeper who's too intense? When you're feeling it, it's perfectly fair and a guy should take it. So what I'm trying to present to you today is the difference between pushing too fast and watching the story play out. In Love You, we talk about the idea of, of um, uh, you're, it's like you're reading a book. It's like a 500 page book and you, you're on like page 20 and you just wanna see how the story ends. But you can't flip to the last page of the book because it's not written yet. Nobody knows how the story ends. And you pressuring him to tell you, does this story have a happy ending? Is more likely than not going to push him away so he doesn't have a happy ending. So you have to let the story play out. You have to grow together. You have to be on the same page. So to bring this closer to home, because we're not done yet, 16 months into my relationship, I'm feeling anxious. Not my happy girlfriend, me. Because I'm the one who realizes that I'm at a fork in the road. Shit or get off the pot. I got to figure out pretty soon, for both her sake, especially for her sake, but also for my sake, what I'm doing here. And the problem is, I don't know. I'd like to tell you that I knew, but I don't know. I didn't know how important it was to have easy and to get along famously. I was still stuck on the idea of what it should look like. She should be more like me. She should be five years younger. Maybe I could do better. Everybody has that voice in their head when they're not blinded. Maybe I could go out with a guy just like this who makes a little bit more money. Maybe I could find a guy who's just like this, but he's a little more emotionally available. Maybe I could find a guy who's a little... We're always dissecting and looking for the next best thing. So when you have something that's really good, but you don't know what healthy looks like, it's pretty intense. And I was pretty anxious. And I openly talked to my girlfriend about my anxiety, that I didn't know what I was doing. Now, some people could say that that's cruel. How dare you talk to your girlfriend about your confusion and ambivalence, but she was used to guys who were liars. So having an honest guy, even if the honesty isn't always what you want to hear, was a net positive for her. And 16 months in, I proposed to my wife um, uh, in San Francisco with my mom and sister there using the ring that my father gave to my mom in 1968. But the reason I'm telling you this story right now is if I didn't choose to propose to my wife, if I made the foolish choice to say, you know what, she's amazing, but I could find someone just as amazing who's not 39, who, but who's 34. I'm gonna find someone just like her, but who's 34. So I have a little more time if I want to fall in love, get engaged, get married, move in, have kids, right? Instead of being rushed. There's a, there's a logic to that. It's cold, but there's a logic to that. And pay attention to the fact that at any point in time, my wife could have dumped me too. It's not like I had total control of this. At any point in time, she could have said, nope, not doing this. It's been a year, you haven't proposed yet. I would say that would be equally short-sighted on her part. That's what happens when your decisions are driven by anxiety and fear of wasting time, of getting hurt and not trusting your partner with the process. Both people are making a long-term investment in each other. Both people need to arrive at the conclusion, not just is this good right now, but can we do this for 40 years and not want to kill each other? The stakes are simply too high to rush into these things. And statistically, people who get married, and this is in love you, probably month six, people who get married in one year have a 38% higher divorce rate than people who wait three years to get married. That's regardless of your feelings about that. 
The longer you take to vet a candidate, the more likely you are to avoid a mistake. So when you're rushing a guy because you love him and you just know and you're petrified, right, you're only making him feel less inclined to do what you want. So what does this mean for you? Date marriage-oriented men. Invest a good two years in both of you discovering if your relationship is healthy. Healthy enough that you think you could do this and be happy for the rest of your life. You don't stay with a guy just because you had six good months. It has to still be good two years later. And then together, plan a life, make a wise decision on your future. Far better to spend 18 months with the guy, only to discover he's not the man, and he's going to be a terrible partner, than to marry that guy in 18 months, because you're afraid, you're anxious, you don't think you could do better, and then you turn into someone who's miserably married or a divorce statistic. You got that? So, have you spent too much time on the wrong guy? Think about your last three, three-year relationship, maybe. Chime in below, if you're watching on YouTube, and promise yourself that you're never gonna, never gonna stay past the expiration date in any future relationship. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thank you for tuning into the Love You Podcast. For more episodes like this on YouTube, click the subscribe button, ring the bell. Choose all to ensure you get notified when new content comes out if you're listening to the audio podcast. Uh, please share an honest review on Apple. That would mean a lot to me. More reviews equals more awareness of the Love You podcast and more love in the world. And if you want to find love right now and you are committed to making healthier relationship choices so you could have an easy partnership where you feel safe, heard, and understood, look for the link below. Apply to coaching in Love You. I'll talk to you soon. Are you the woman who is everything except your man? You can have the relationship of your dreams and you don't have to change to get it. In Love You, you will gain confidence, let go of unhealthy relationship patterns, learn to trust your judgment, understand and attract quality men, assess long-term compatibility, and create a passionate, unconditionally loving relationship with a partner who puts you first, never lets you down, and always makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com and click on the Apply button to get started.